And I feel like sometimes we ignore our intuition because we do not want to be right about that person or that situation. But I mean, I know that this person served their purpose in my life. And I don't know about y'all, but I am so sick and tired of holding on to people that do not deserve a space in my life anymore. Hey everyone, it's Lauren. Welcome to the podcast today. I have an extremely heavy heart and I have not felt this sad in, I don't even remember the last time I felt this sad. I'm on my lunch break right now and just sitting in my car, just staring and looking at the trees and I am not doing well. I feel extremely depressed and I feel like I'm dying. (laughs) Um, And that's the funny thing about heartbreak is that our body literally goes into pain. Like I am, I'm in physical, mental, spiritual, emotional pain. And I feel like I'm going to throw up. And it's just one of those days where I just want to sleep. I just want to go to bed. I just want to sleep. I I don't want to be awake. Um, And I felt that way for the last few days now. And I'm just really struggling. And this is probably one of the hardest times I've had in my life in a very long time. And for that, because this is over someone that I've only known for several months and hardly even knew, I feel a lot of shadow and shame around that. Like, I feel I shouldn't. And I don't understand why this is so extreme. Why is this so challenging and difficult for me? But in the last several months, I've experienced so much grief, so much loss, and I just feel like I cannot take losing another person. Like, my heart hurts so fucking bad. I feel as if I have a knife in my heart right now. And I'm just shocked and I'm stunned and I'm feeling so many emotions and everything and nothing at once because I'm so disappointed and let down. So yesterday, today actually, I was supposed to go to Italy and I can't stop thinking about how right now I would be there right now and instead I'm here alone and feeling immense grief and I can't stop blaming myself and I just well I'm sorry this is like I can't stop thinking about it and I know there's no point to think of it that way But that's what I'm experiencing. And I'm going through all the feels right now. And I canceled my flight on Thursday. Because someone that I was in a semi-long distance relationship with. It had come to my attention that they were talking to this girl through TikTok. And it was a misunderstanding. I mean, very well he could have been with this female 
that is really the least of my concerns. I really don't care at all about that anymore. If it's true, if it's not true. Um, so I canceled my flight immediately when I found this out. And I have some regret around that because I feel like maybe I should have just talked it out with this person, right? Got their side of the story. It was a misunderstanding. Whatever. But I canceled my flight because right away I felt played and I said to myself I am a lot of things but I will be damned if I let a man ever fucking play me again so it was kind of an impulsive defensive move but I canceled my flight because I'm sorry I didn't want to go all the way crossing continents to someone that would make me out to look stupid and granted I probably should have given it 24 hours but I didn't And the person that I was supposed to see, who I was so excited to see, I had been looking forward to this trip for months. I was all ready. And this person, instead of telling me that, you know, they're just a friend, this isn't true, and reassuring me and supporting me, instead of understanding It's like I just watched them become an entirely new person that I never, I never knew this side to him. I didn't know that he was capable of acting this way. The way that he treated me after I canceled my flight was just appalling. It was completely demeaning, degrading, unacceptable, just spiteful, callous, hurtful. He treated me with so much hatred and disdain and content and disgust. And that is what got me. That is what lost me. He was saying things to me like, all you care about is money. You only canceled the flight because you wanted your money back, which is completely not true. I would have spent $10,000 just to be with this person. He said things to me like, I hate you. You deserve to die. Um, Something's wrong with you. Your behavior is abnormal. I never want to see you or talk to you again. I can't believe you would hurt me like this. You started this. This is all your fault. Like essentially just gaslighting me and blaming me, not taking any accountability. And I took responsibility, but he didn't. And then he saw that I was slipping away. So he said, I'm sorry, I feel bad. I say things like that I don't mean when I'm mad, which is, by the way, a very big red flag and also a major boundary violation, the way that he was speaking with me. And then he essentially said, do you still want to talk? And I said, I cannot continue this relationship right now with you. I need space. I need time. Maybe in the future we can reconnect. But as of right now, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I'm over it. Which took so much courage. And I could see that his apology was just a, man- a manipulation tactic to get me back. Because as soon as I told him what he didn't want to hear... He said, I wish we never met, shut the fuck up, like all these, all these just 
surprising things. And it wasn't because of the female on TikTok that I'm in the situation I'm in now. It's because of the way he responded and treated me after that. Because you can tell a lot about how a person truly feels about you when you don't give them their way. It's so easy for someone to be nice to us and respect us when it's easy. But see how they treat you in a fight. See how they treat you in a disagreement, in an argument. That speaks so much to them. And throughout this whole time, I was trying to be very gentle and kind and empathic and mature. And he was just being verbally abusive and just just violent with my emotions like saying you 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 started this you did this one day you're gonna look back and see that you lost me and I won't give a shit about you like you're gonna regret this all this stuff it's like I unintentionally hurt him and I apologized for that but he intentionally poured salt in my wounds and hit me where it hurts to hurt me and make me feel bad, which I cannot forget that. Like, I would I would never be able to look at him the same ever again <laughs> because I know that he's capable of being abusive because that is what abusive people do. I've been with enough abusive people to know that is one of the warning signs of someone that is abusive. So if I were to have been in a relationship with him any longer he eventually would have turned abusive because he has the personality of an abuser based off of my observations of how he acted to me and that is why I had to cut the ties which is killing me it's killing me because I just wanted to be with him more than anything and I was meditating last night and I realized this, that in so many of my past relationships, the first incident of abuse where I recognized this person was abusive, verbally, emotionally, whatever, I said to myself, if I put a boundary and end this, I will lose them. If I tell them they can't treat me that way, I'm going to lose them. So I abandoned myself and negotiated my values to essentially keep putting up with the disrespect just to keep them. Because I said it's either I put an end to this and I'm alone and I lose someone I love or I just put up with it, I suck it up and I get to keep them. And for quite some time for a split second here I was thinking about just sucking it up so that I didn't have to lose him because I didn't know it was worse putting up with it and getting hurt over and over again or saying goodbye to someone that I truly care about truly 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 have such strong feelings for and I thought to myself and I said Lauren what would your higher self do In this instance, what would your authentic, worthy self, what would she do? And I heard right away that she would walk away. And I've been through this so many times where I've just stayed and I've took the punches just for the sake of not losing that person. 
And I said to myself, Lauren, you cannot do that again. And it's so uncomfortable because it's so not like me. It's so unfamiliar. And I set a boundary with him. I said to him, first I started by setting a verbal boundary. I said, listen, you will never speak to me that way ever again. And he said, I won't. I'm sorry. And then he continued to do it. So one, he violated and crossed that boundary. So then I had to block him, which sucked. But the person that is causing our pain, they're not going to put an end to it, right? And I have to just keep reminding myself that. So I blocked him and then he reached out to me on a different social media outlet and was going off about how I ignored him and I block him and this means that I don't love him. I never cared about him. He trusted me. I betrayed him. He never saw me doing something like this to him, which was completely playing the victim, which is also something that abusive people do. And um, ultimately I said, I will never stop caring about you. But I wish you the best and goodbye, essentially. And so he blocked me. I found out he blocked me. This was after Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three or four days of going back and forth blowing up my phone which I thought was ironic because when he had me and we were together he would never call me text me like he would sometimes go a week without calling me hardly ever answered my text he said he was working he was busy he was never on his phone yet as soon as this happened he was sending me question marks every two seconds why aren't you answering me so clearly you know you're on your phone Um, which I thought was telling as well that when I made him my number one priority, I was his last priority. And as soon as they start to lose you or that sense of control, that's when they put in effort. I did feel like the effort was not equal. It was not reciprocated throughout this whole thing, but I overlooked it for him. I made excuses. I said, you know what? He's busy he doesn't have the time etc and I'm just I'm proud of myself because as much as I regret canceling the flight there's a huge part of me that just says damn you could have been there right now with him Last night, I had a dream that I met up with him at the Trevi Fountain where I was supposed to stay. And I wake up and I see the time and it was 6.45, which I thought was so just um, ironic because my plane was supposed to land at that exact fucking minute. I woke up the exact minute my plane would have been landing in Italy at 12.45 because they're six hours ahead. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. universe why are you torturing me like it's bad enough that I was supposed to be leaving yesterday and I should be there right now but then you make me dream about it and wake up the second my plane is supposed to be landing and I was supposed to be on this dream vacation I just like hyped it up so much in my head I I could not wait to go 
this is gonna be my first solo trip like but I say to myself as much as that's true and that's valid there is a reason that I didn't make it to Italy there is no mistakes like there is a solid reason I'm not there right now and I I don't see it I mean I see it but I don't feel it I don't feel even though I did the right thing and I stood up for myself I stood my ground I held my boundaries which I hardly ever do it was very rare for me very scary Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, even though I did that, I don't feel empowered. I feel just crushed. I feel like my spirit is just broken. But I know that if I was meant to be there, I, I would be. And that this is just God protecting me. This is just the universe redirecting me. Because sooner or later, his true colors were going to have to show. And instead of wasting three years, I I hate to call it a waste because I don't believe in wasting time, but instead of spending the next however many months or years on this person, the universe shortcutted it, shortcutted, shortcut it for me and was like, baby, your time is too precious. We're going to make this happen after three months so that you can free yourself. And as much as I wanted to ignore the bad behavior, I just, I cannot. I'm a, I, Maybe a year or two ago I would have, maybe 10 years ago I definitely would have. But now I'm at this point in my life where I value my time, I value my energy, I value my attention. And if you can't even treat me nicely in our first fight, that's just, it's the writing on the wall. You're showing me who you are and I have to believe you. It's clear that this would have just been so toxic and tumultuous moving forward. Because if it didn't happen now, it would be happening three months down the line. Or or it could have even happened there. I don't know what could have happened there. We could have gotten into a fight. He could have put his hands on me. I could have fucking gotten pregnant with his kid and been stuck with someone that I didn't know as well as I thought I did. So instead of seeing this as a disgrace and just the worst thing that could happen, I think that my guides or higher self is is saving me, saving me the time, the energy, the money. Instead of having to learn, I hate to say the hard way because this is just brutal. They kind of short, shortened that to save me even more agony and suffering. So that's why part of me does not regret canceling my flight, which is a huge power move. Because I deserve more than that. So I can't say that I feel I did the wrong thing. Because if he would have responded in a kind way, in a mature, compassionate way, if he would have fought fair, 
I could have just rescheduled my flight. I could have just gone a week or two or a month later. It wasn't the end of the world. I didn't break off an engagement. I didn't even have to go see him. I could have done that though. But because of the way that he reacted, so hostile, it made me really question my decision to continue the relationship. So I'm trying to stand in my worth. I'm trying to stand in my power. When I noticed that you blocked me, I did unblock him. (laughs) So I had blocked him on WhatsApp. I had removed him from Snapchat. And then the last place we spoke was Instagram. And he blocked me on Instagram. And last night when I saw he blocked me, I panicked. And so I unblocked him on WhatsApp. And it's not that I want to, of course, I want to hear from him. Of course, I want to talk to him. I'm going through withdrawals right now. I really am. Um, But I don't know. I think that by keeping him unblocked, of course, I'm energetically keeping that pathway open, which needs to close. I need to do a cord cutting ceremony meditation on him. But I just don't want to believe that all hope is lost, I guess. And that's why I unblocked him. Because I would just, I would love to, you know, I hate fighting on the phone. I hate arguing through text. I just wish that this could have happened in a different way. And I really am sorry for the way that things ended. And I did tell him I never meant to hurt you. Um, But he, he wasn't in a place to receive that. And the thing with him that I recognized about him. He was very emotionally guarded, emotionally unavailable, very wounded. Um, His family had left him at a very young age, I want to say around 16, and he was living with his grandparents, and then his grandma died when he was like 18, and he he was forced to fend for himself at an early age. Like He was forced to grow up really fast. Everyone he loved, he felt abandoned him. So he be- his heart became calloused and closed. And I knew that he was shut down. And I'm not sure why I thought I could get in there and I would be the exception. But he, he wouldn't allow anyone to love him or get close to him because he was so scared of getting hurt. And that's the thing. When we have unhealed wounds like that and we don't do the work on them, we will actively self-sabotage ourselves in ways that push the people we love away. Because I know he cared about me. Of course he was looking forward to seeing me. And I'm sure he was devastated and disappointed that I wasn't going anymore. As was I. But he took that as confirmation as, oh, she doesn't care about me. She doesn't love me. All these things which are not true. And then he took his anger out on me. And I'm sorry. I refuse to ever fucking be with a man or anyone again who has a temper. Like, I've come too far for that to get the end of your wrath. Because everything he was saying was just a projection. He was projecting his, his trauma onto me. And I used to do that. That's why I have so much sympathy for him because I, I was there. I couldn't look at myself in the mirror 
to understand my part so I would just blame shift to everyone else it's everyone else it's me against the world no one understands me it's like dude I wanted to fucking love you on every level for as long as I could I wanted to know everything about you good bad ugly everything in between I wanted I wanted to be with you more than anything I wanted you through your spring, summer, winter, and fall. But I never I never got to be able to do that because he just shut me out. To the point where I said, okay, Lauren, I can keep playing this game and keep doing this dance and keep entertaining dysfunctional, unhealthy people. Or I could choose myself. Instead, for once. And he can't see that the reason that I let him go isn't because I don't love him. It's because for once in my goddamn life, I have to choose to love myself more than someone that's not capable of loving me. Because his attention, it felt like a warm blanket. But I can't rely on that. Because that's not love. Attention isn't love. Love is unconditional positive regard. It's unconditional acceptance. It's not that. It's not treating someone that you quote-unquote love with hatred every time you don't get your way. And he said, he's like, it's up to you if you want to keep talking. If you want to keep talking, hit me up. It's your decision. And if you don't, I understand. And as soon as I said, listen, it's not that I don't want to talk to you anymore. It's just that now I need I need to separate myself from this situation. And that wasn't what he wanted to hear, so he freaked out. And I guess putting me down made him feel bigger, which I can see. Um... But I'm not someone's punching bag anymore. And for that, I'm so thankful. Because old me would have would have stayed, would have taken back the, you know, the tears, the fake tears. And I would have just prolonged it because it was easier to stay than it was to leave. But I'm trusting... That even though I feel like the rug was pulled from under my feet, I have to believe that it's only because there's something better for me on the other side. Whenever something or someone is removed from our lives and we feel we're at this low rock bottom, which I feel I am, I feel completely low, I feel completely rock bottomed, I feel hopeless, I feel helpless, I feel powerless. It's because it's asking me to step into my worth and it's up-leveling me. And I don't feel I was ready to lose him yet. (laughs) We cannot plan for things like this. We can't always plan for tragedy. I don't know if I ever would have been ready because I think it's a blessing. Because if I would have went to Italy and spent the week with him, right, I would have gotten more attached It would have been harder to separate myself and to let go. Had this happened when I got home or whatever, 
I think I would have had more leeway for him. And I said to myself, I was thinking about it, I said, Lauren, I'm crazy about this person. Like, head over heels for him, to be honest with you. And talk about trauma bonding. (laughs) Um, But... I knew that this was kind of a dead end because he has no interest in coming here. It was too much work for him to come to the United States. He would say, oh, I want to go to New York, but it's too much work to go to America, so it's not going to happen. And I was like, oh, let me come to you. But realistically, I couldn't afford to go to Italy more than like once a year. So I said, Lauren, as much as you like this kid, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep talking to someone when it's just convenient for them and me putting in all the work and them getting the payout of my effort. So I told myself, when you get home from this trip, you have to end the relationship with him. And I don't know if I would have been able to do it. So the universe, since it knows best, It was like, let me do it for you, Lauren. This is a get-out-of-jail-free card. And so it did. It happened so quick, before I could even understand what was going on. And I truly think that this will be... After this passes, after this storm passes, there will be a calm... I just have to grieve and cry this one out. Because it's like, I imagined that it would be different. It was this built up fantasy in my head that never came to fruition. And sometimes I think the hardest things for us to lose are the things that we never truly got the chance to have or experience. So my heart just needs to heal. But that's where I am. I just feel lost. I feel like empty and numb. But I've been here before. And I am strong. And so are you. You are braver than you know. And this week, this month, this season, let's try to do the opposite of what we would do because the opposite is the medicine the opposite is where the growth begins and where the potential lies so my goal for myself is by the end of this week I will have him blocked and cut off the communication because I don't want to hold out hope for something that's not meant for me and by doing that preventing what is so We got this. (laughs) Just keep going. Don't give up yet. I'm right there with you.